Welcome to Tell Me Your Story, New Paradigms for a New World. I'm Richard Dugan, your host, and I'm so glad you folks have joined us here on the program today. Uh, this is our uh, Wednesday opportunity to speak with uh, my very good friend and uh, guest on this program many times, Lumari. And we're uh, last week, if you recall, we talked about uh, 2023 and the aspects of um, compare and contrast, as uh, as Lumari sees it, in terms of uh, that's kind of what we were doing, and, and we're still kind of doing that because we're still in 2023. <laughs> Welcome back, Lumari. It's great to have you back again. Oh, Richard, it's a delight to be here. I'm honored and excited, and I'm over here smiling. So um, there are a couple things that we're going to talk about, and I'm thinking maybe we go ahead and start especially uh, from the positive-slash-optimistic uh, side of things. Uh, there's there's a great deal of uncertainty as we end 2023. I mean, I can speak yeah. to that uh, with a lot of the stuff that's going on in my life. But at the same time, there's this sense, this feeling that I get uh, that uh, of, of optimism, if you will, and so forth. So yeah. we want to talk about um, what it is that we we want or want to create in 2024. I think that's really important, Richard, because when you look at, and, and we all know that the news is making us nuts, and yeah. what people are doing, people are doing crazy things, like crazy things like we didn't think they were going to do, right? Their reactions, the, yeah, and also the, the hate stuff that's going on and, uh, you know, all of that stuff. Okay, it's escalated, especially for certain minority groups, mm-hmm. and and pitting them against each other is helps certain people in the world and certain energies in our world get us really distracted. Yeah, because we could look at any situation anywhere. I mean, I'll do something that I think is kind of lightweight. Banning books. Now, it's lightweight compared to things that are going on. It's not a lightweight thing. I mean, some of the stuff they're talking about, there's been in schools and we've learned it for 50 years and more, and all of a sudden they don't like it, right? Some people are against it. And what that does for us is give us the opportunity to actually harmonize. There are people's beliefs that are not my beliefs. But that doesn't mean that we can't look at the world and go, oh, right, how can we make it? So as long as it's not violence against, because that's a whole other thing, Mm -hmm. but if it's opinions, how can we make it so that we can all have our opinions? How can we make it so that your opinion doesn't overshadow mine? How can we make it so that we look at people in the world and we're not... Um, in good or bad mode, like you're good, you're horrible, right? Right. We actually can do that. We have done it many times in the history of humanity on this planet. Many times. And now we can communicate in ways that we never could before. Oh, yeah. And so imagine, I mean, all right, you and I are talking. We may look at, all right, you and I are talking, there's a certain amount of reach that goes on. 
you know, based on, you know, where it's broadcast, etc. But guess what? These frequencies are going through the world right now. Right now, you and I are changing energy because we have a positive view. We want people to just smile at each other when they walk down the street and open the door for each other and and help each other and grow and help the world and not get caught up in the, like we talked about the other time, contrast, Mm -hmm. but come into a place where we can actually look at each other and go, hey, you know, whatever the hey means, right? Yeah. Yeah. And we can do that. We can do it. Yeah. Now, there are a lot of different techniques that one can use. I know mindfulness is one. But one of the the conversations that I've been having on a fairly regular basis with many guests has to do with prioritizing self, taking care of self. And part of that, uh, just as as an observation on my part, a part of that is creating not so much a world view other than maybe rephrasing it and saying the world in uh, uh, the world that I live in. I mean, I live here in Santa Barbara. You live there in Santa Fe. And, yep. and uh, that's our world. You know, our home, our neighborhood and city. That's our world. All right. So what kind of a world do we want to live in? What kind of a world do we want to create? Would you say that part of doing that is working to be mindful and staying in the present moment, even though, you know, part of what we're talking about here is what do we want to create in 2024? Mm-hmm. Yes, we're looking into the future. And as a matter of fact, one of my guests uh, took one of the things that I said about choices and that we are where we are today because of all the choices we've made up to this point mm-hmm. and that we will be where we will be in the future because of all the choices we make today. And uh, my guests basically said, yes, that is true. However, it's based upon what you believe, what you perceive the future to be. If you think it's going to be an apocalypse, then odds are you're going to become a prepper (laughs) and live underground waiting for the end. Well, see, that could be a, a way to look at it. The other part of it is, there's plenty of times in history where people thought one thing was going to happen and they believed one thing was going to happen, and it didn't. Because a goodness, a wave of goodness came through and changed enough to change it all. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So we can look at, you know, I mean, everybody who's listening, I know they know all the different histories of the conflicts and the creations and the new countries and all that stuff, you know, new society. Okay, there's some people who say, Internet, we're all going to die because it's going to send us negative energy through the... Right? Yeah. You can all think all those things. And yet, what's really true is the majority of people on this planet want a beautiful place to live in harmony with each other. That's what the most people want. They may not be as loud as some of the other people. Right. But that's what the majority of people want. 
you can go anywhere. And there's certain things that, you know, not just the basics, which, of course, I want everybody on this planet to have enough food, enough water, a beautiful shelter, and those are the necessity things. But then great education, wonderful people around them, new opportunities to discover things, to be creative, you know, to be community-oriented. I mean, I want that. But I think most people do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, they might be... They might be backed into certain corners in the world, and certain, you know, communities may not support that, or they may be, you know, polar, but that doesn't mean anything. Most of us want what I just said, and more. Yeah. And more. And so when we're looking at the perspective, which you said just a little earlier in what we're already talking about, is thinking of self-care. Well, self-awareness is one part, because you have to know that um, you're taking care of yourself. If you're not taking care of yourself, then it's really hard to uh, live your bigger vision, which is part of what I teach uh, my clients and my courses and everything is to create a bigger vision for our world, and I do it vibrationally as well as practical actions in the world with my clients. And so... When we're looking at that, you, you need to take care of yourself so that you can be that leader, that visionary, that creative, that source mm. that will help people, change people, uplift people, and, of course, my thing is, and have fun doing it. And that's important, too, because a lot of times we just take things way too seriously. I mean... Yeah. I, certainly, the conflicts that you know you've referenced uh, that are going on around the world, uh, the 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 challenges, as I like to put it, that are that that face us, uh, depending upon what subject you want to bring up, mm-hmm. and and it just seems as though we have lost almost uh, a, as a species, we've <laughs> we've uh, lost the ability to, or we um, have been taught. That we don't have, you know, it's it's the fun is not important. Play is not important. Yeah. Joy and happiness is not important. Yep. In spite of the fact that our founding fathers wrote that right into the document saying, and the pursuit of happiness. Yeah. Well, for me, joy is the ultimate spiritual energy. So my, this this is just my philosophy, and I'm sharing it with all of you. My philosophy first. I believe the divine has a divine female energy to it. And so I like to say that God has created the universe through laughter. Mm. So all of a sudden she became aware of everything and she went, <laughs> and all the planets showed up and the stars showed up and humanity and it just reverberated, her laughter reverberated creation. Joy is one of the highest frequencies that we can experience because there isn't an either-or with joy. It just is. It just is. Yeah. You're not, you're not like, like some people say, and I understand where they're coming from, some people say, well, love is the highest frequency. Well, love has choices in it. Mm-hmm. Like, do you love? Don't you love? How many do you love? Can you love that? Can you not love all of that stuff for us humans, mm-hmm. right? Joy, please. 
I mean, yeah. people might get a little annoyed if you're too happy, because I know people have gotten annoyed with me because I'm too happy. But, <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> I have to tell you that uh, um, one of my co-workers several years ago actually made that comment as he was, uh, as he was leaving one day. He says, you know, Richard, you, uh, you need to stay the way you are. You are probably one of the happiest people I have ever met, and don't lose that. And what was really ironic was that he wasn't. I mean, his demeanor throughout the time I knew him, he was never really happy. He seemed to be grumpy. And he was was one of those old men who said, get off my lawn, uh, kind of thing, (laughs) you know. Uh, But nonetheless, and and I've, I've tried to maintain that. One other thing, too, that I think we can touch upon in this regards to joy and or happiness, and I, I don't know if they're interchangeable or if they're different things, um, in this, this process of, of prioritizing self and taking care of self, um, that's one of the things that has, has been emphasized to me through some of the challenges that I have dealt with, just in my recent uh, past, that, uh, that I've gotten from the network of people that I know is Richard, Richard, be sure you take care of yourself. Yeah. Uh, and uh, part of that is finding ways and it is a choice to be happy. I mean, I have someone who's basically telling me that if I would just do this or that or the other thing, they would be happy. And I said, no, y- y- I do not make you happy. Well, here's the thing. So we can share happiness and joy Mm -hmm. because if you're in a certain vibration and and depending on the people around you, et cetera, right, you really want them to be happy. Yes. Now, that doesn't mean you're going to sacrifice your happiness for their happiness. Right. Now, there are times in our lives where we do sacrifice things. Parents oftentimes give up certain things so their kids can have stuff. Whatever the stuff is, it could be, you know, going to a better school, it could be, you know, whatever, it doesn't matter. Right. And sometimes they give up, okay, we're not going to take the vacation because, you know, our kid needs health care. Hey, yeah, that's totally appropriate decision. Now, sacrificing your joy so someone else can have joy, not so much. Yeah. Not so much because then, there is, then there's missing joy there. Now, if your joy is to make that other person feel joyful, oh, double, triple, quadruple it. Mm-hmm. You know, I yeah. mean, you can sit around. I'm, I'm a, a joyful person. I can also be really silly. And, um, and as high of the frequencies and the spiritual work I do, I really do like to have fun. I can sit and make make jokes and say silly things, and I don't care because it makes me happy. Now, luckily, my husband also laughs. So we're good with that. Yeah. But we want to be able to share those things. We can't give that if, if it's taking away from us, like in a normal circumstance. Again, I gave the, you know, the disclaimer. If your kid needs this or your husband needs this or your family needs this, whatever, and you know that that's what you are called to do, mm-hmm. then you do it. Yeah. I mean, that's it. You know, parents do this all the time for their kids. 
married couples will sacrifice one thing for the other so the other person can have what they really need to have. And I'm not talking about a job. You know, there's stuff in the world that's really hard. What are you going to do? You're going to sacrifice going out to dinner so that you have more food on the table. Those things, definitely, and that's an educated, conscious choice. Right. Now, someone else asking you to give up what you love because that will make them happy because then that's not the conversation you want to be in. You want to find something that is either can contribute to the joy of both of you or have different conversations because then that person has to find another way to bring joy into their life so that you don't have to sacrifice yours for them. Yeah, exactly. Lou Mari is our uh, special guest here on this Wednesday edition of Tell Me Your Story. She'll be here with us the next two Wednesdays as we wrap up 2023. Uh, we are talking about uh, what kind of a world do you want to create for 2024. We'll continue doing that as we continue here on Tell Me Your Story. Welcome back to Tell Me Your Story. I'm Richard Dugan, your host, and I'm here with uh, Lumari, my special guest here on uh, these Wednesdays in December. Uh, and uh, I'm very grateful that uh, she's uh, given us this time uh, to, to talk about some of the things that we need to be mindful of as we transition from one year to the next. In spite of the fact, I know, Lumari, that we could sit here and say, well, yeah, but this whole thing with time and the calendar and everything, that's a, that's a human construct. That's not real because the plants don't care. They don't know what month it is or what year it is. Uh, all they know is the seasons do change and they, they ebb and flow with the seasons, you know. Um, and same thing with the animals. It's like daylight saving time. They don't, the animals don't care that it's an hour later or an hour earlier. Right. Only the humans do. So it's you really imagine kind of, what it would be like, though, if all the birds knew it was New Year's. Can you imagine, like, bird songs around the world? <laughs> <laughs> it's New Year's. Yeah. It would be so awesome. It really would. I'm sorry, it, you said all that stuff, and that was the vision I had. Birds <laughs> flying all over the world celebrating the New Year. Well, you know, uh, then again, I, I could be wrong. I'm, it's an observation <laughs> on my part, and maybe they do, you know. Uh, but I would think maybe they do because we humans put out that energy at that time. We're all, yeah. uh, there are those of us who uh, are so happy. That 2023 is coming to an end. It, it's just been horrendous. It's been major challenge after major challenge. And can't wait for 2024. Which, by the way, um, I don't know why I feel more comfortable, so, sometimes, not all the time, but more comfortable in even-numbered years <laughs> than, than in odd-numbered years. That's funny. Yeah. But um, uh, it's just it's just really interesting how how... Uh, we have, we have, uh, you know, placed, so to speak, the onus. I mean, it used to be, and I don't know too many people who do this anymore, but I know it used to be that right around the 30th or 31st of December, uh, everybody is, uh, coming up with resolutions Yeah. and then it sort of shifted to affirmations, you know, yeah. Those are better, easier, and, to, yeah. easier to do. <laughs> and in what we're talking about here today, Lumari, um, it's, it, yes, it's still affirmations, but it seems to me like it's more visions, visions yeah. of the kind of year that we would like to see. Well, and that's really the, the way I like to think of it, too. You 
want to create a vision of what it would be. And, and many of the things that we put down and say and affirmations and all those things, they kind of wind up on the wall somewhere and they don't mean anything. And yeah. everybody who's listening, if you could really be in the energy of, not just say, wouldn't it be cool if, but like, what would it be like in your own life if you could genuinely connect and make decisions that help you, help your family, and reverberate in helping the world? What would that be like? Yeah. Without sacrifice, right? Mm-hmm. But just being able to look at it like, oh, yeah, I can help with that. You're not giving up too much. You're not doing any of those things that all, um, I'll just say it's old school and it's not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are we going to create that's new? Yeah. Do you, do you know, I, I don't know if you've seen any of these uh, YouTube short videos. Uh, individuals who are in distress. Uh, one in particular that I saw was of a gentleman who had a pair of crutches and he was sitting on the bottom step uh, trying to get up to, to go forward. And uh, it was uh, sort of like coming, I, I don't know, it wasn't exactly, it wasn't coming off the subway, you know, coming up right. out of the ground, but it was some kind of tunnel they were coming out of. And nobody would help him. Nobody. Everybody just walked on. One guy even tripped over the guy's crutch, but didn't apologize Whoa. or anything, right? Whoa. And then this one gal comes along, and she gets behind him, and she lifts him up and helps him to get up on his crutches. Then he turns to her, drops the crutches, hands her a bouquet of flowers and some, some other gift. And in some cases, this is like uh, there's this social experiment that's going on around the country and that's being on these videos where they're trying to find out where the human kindness is. And they reward those in some fashion. Uh, they reward those who show that human kindness. And I have to tell you, I... I really like those videos. Some of them, I know they're contrived, but they've even shown other situations that someone just happened to be videoing at the time and an act of kindness took place right in front of them uh, that, that, uh, that they put up there. And that's, I, I love seeing that. I mean, that, even though, again, some of it, it, was, it was a social experiment as it was explained, it gets explained, uh, it's still, it's still, it's still great to see. Well, you know what's interesting about what you're saying is in 2024, I am going to be having a year of actions like that, that I have created, that as many people who want to do it as possible to actually change how we are in the world and uplift each other. So anybody who wants to play, you, uh, you can sign up on my website for my meditation. It's lumari.com and then forward slash sacred space. You'll be on my mailing list. And when I launch it, I'm going to try and launch it globally. Every single week, we're going to have an action that we take in the world that changes our lives and changes other people's lives. A whole year of it. 
So I can't believe that you actually <laughs> said that, Richard, because it's absolutely in line with what I'm going to do next year. Well, I, I want to know more about that as we go into 2024, sharing yeah. that continuously uh, with with our listeners and viewers, uh, be they uh, listening live or they are uh, listening on the podcast or watching the videos. And I'm, yeah. I'm encouraging folks to, to get involved. Go to lumari.com and find out more about this work that she is uh, going to be presenting for 2024 as we continue here on Tell Me Your Story. Welcome back to Tell Me Your Story. I'm Richard Dugan. This is a program that uh, is designed to uh, help you folks uh, look at 2024 with a, maybe a different set of eyes. Uh, and Lumaria is, Lumari is with us. Lumari.com is the website, and we'll be linked to her website as well. Uh, let's, let's talk a little bit more about 2024. I mean, we're not yeah. talking about predictions here. That is, that is yeah. not what this program is about. We're talking about putting forth a particular energy, right? was interesting um, so first of all for ever, everything is vibration that that is you know the scientists will tell you that that's relatively true right that we all have vibrations that we resonate with certain things that there's different vibrations to different you listen to music it's vibration you look at color it's vibration uh, they have all of that science that I only intuitively understand, not scientifically understand, <laughs> but we want to vibrate at a higher level so that, like we were talking earlier, joy is a very high vibration. Anger, no. Obviously, depression is not a high vibration because you're stuck and you can't even move. So we want to resonate at higher vibrations. So one way to do that is joy. That's what we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. The other thing is that, when, and we also talked about kindness, but if we're looking at how we can change things in a beautiful way, obviously there's amazing meditation music, chant music, popular music that will bring you into a higher vibration. Now, we look at it differently, right? We look at it, I love that song, it makes me feel good. And that's good enough. You don't have to track every vibration of what happens. Right. Right? Like, people still cry when they hear John Lennon's song, Imagine. They still cry. They love it. They look at the world like that and they say, we want that. There's many other songs you and I could mention that just uplift us. Yeah. We want to be able to be in that space. So first, every single person can bring themselves into a higher space by doing something they love or something that makes them smile. And then when we look at 2024, we can look at really what, what actions we want to take to make a change, to look at the world like we want to see it. Like, we want, I mean, for me, okay, I'm going to say it from my perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like it so that um, the alternative to digging oil and burning down forests, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, would come up and 
the companies would just switch. Mm. Instead of saying, no, 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 we have to have the oil. We, we have to do it this way. It's like, no. You've got billions and billions of dollars. Move to solar. Or something that people haven't even um, considered yet. Exactly. You know, maybe we could power the world with song. It's a vibration. Who it knows? Is, yeah, absolutely. Actually, that would be really cool. <laughs> uh, it, it actually it would. It really would. Matter of fact, it makes me think of um, uh, the the scenes in the first movie of uh, of uh, James Cameron's Avatar, where they're in that lit up forest. You remember that scene where they're in the, the, the that forest and everything is lit up, but there's also uh, like music playing, but it's coming from shall we say the plants that are lit right. up. Exactly. The vibration. You know, um, it's it it is quite interesting to to think about in to, in that context. Another one of my good friends, uh, uh, um, uh, Jonathan Goldman, who is is involved sure. in uh, in uh, uh, the the annual um, Valentine's Day uh, Sound Healing Day, yeah. World Sound Healing Day, and putting out the different sounds. And of course, he's written a number of books along with his wife, uh, one on humming. Yeah. Uh, and for me, for example, uh, it's also healing the vibrations that we create ourselves. I mean, I that instance where was as a kid, I was suffering from, I don't know, the flu or something. And I was moaning in bed. And one of my sisters said to my mom, make him stop. He sounds terrible. And she says, that's how he heals himself. How I remember that, I don't know. But nonetheless. Isn't it amazing the things that we remember? Oh, my heavens. I, I mean, yeah. it's like cracks me up. Yeah, it, I, I, I am often astounded by those things that I remember. And then when I'm grappling to find, remember something, <laughs> it's like, where did it go? What pocket did that yeah, fall in? Did exactly. it fall behind the file cabinet? Uh, <laughs> you know, I'll tell you just a funny anecdote since we're talking about those memories. Um, I, I coach um, uh, a wonderful pastor who has a great community. And the community was getting a little crazy, Right. And some of them were actually saying things that were, let's just say, not in harmony with a loving, caring, spiritual group. Mm -hmm. And they were kind of ranting. And I told her, I remembered this, I was four. I, I know I was four. And one of my uncles was ranting about something, and it was very mean about people. And I, being me, got really mad at him, and I was going to call him out on it. <laughs> <laughs> And my mother took me aside, and she said, no, I said, he's being mean. And she just said to me, I know, darling, some people are really, really stupid, <laughs> but we love them anyway. <laughs> and I shared this with my client, who's the pastor, and she burst out laughing. She said, you can tell your mother thank you for me. I know she's in heaven, but tell her anyway. That was the best. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that like is. We can look at the whole world yeah, like that. Yeah, I I even look at it from the standpoint that yeah, you know the people are are, are being stupid, and then I have to also remind myself that you know they have a right to be here too and oh, be yeah. stupid. That's fine, you know. That's our and again, that's an, a subjective evaluation, granted, but still. I, I, but that's that's a hard one for a lot of folks because we get vested in so many things that 
we really don't need to because they, they really don't matter. They're, they're, in the grand scheme of things, I mean, I, I, I kind of put it this way. In 10,000 years, will any of what has happened in the first 23 years of this century, let alone the last century or the century before, will any of it really matter? Will anybody really remember it? Will anybody really care 10,000 years from now? Maybe 1,000 years from now. Because things will have shifted and changed. Uh, I like to use, of course, that word evolved. They will have evolved to something that we never, ever even imagined. Like Kind of like what you're saying. You know, we never realized. We're here to create it. Yeah. We're on the planet right now to create it. Yeah. Now, something really simple, right? Because I like, I work very complex with the frequencies of creation. So I'm in all of these different multidimensional things, which is why I can, you know, coach my clients and do spiritual consultations and readings and stuff like that for my clients because I have a perspective that's unique. Because I can... I like to say I'm online with the universe so I can travel in all these different realms. Mm-hmm. And we want some things that are really simple. We want to be able to have things in our life that, that are simple and help us create a shift. Hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. We're talking with Lumari here on Tell Me Your Story. This is a Wednesday edition, uh, 9 o'clock on a Wednesday morning, and she's going to be with us uh, for the next two uh, Wednesdays at this time uh, to talk about uh, our transitioning from one year to the next. Uh, we make a big deal about it, uh, especially when it's the turn of the century, which is weird to say sometimes, I have to tell you. Uh, you know, that if I want to talk to somebody about, oh, yeah, when I was... You know, when I was 20 or 30, you know, uh, in the last century, it just sounds, you know, it almost makes it sound as if, you know, who are one of those old guys talking about 1906, you know, or something. Um, it's just, it's very interesting that you and I and many, many others have, uh, have been alive through that particular transition. And I mean, we made such a big deal about it. There was the whole thing going from 1999 to 2000 about Y2K. Then there was the argument over, well, was it the turn of the century from 99 to 2000 or 2000 to 2001? I mean, I, I heard that <laughs> debate over and over again, and I'm just thinking, leave it alone. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But what does matter is that we're talking with Lumari. Lumari.com is the website here on Tell Me Your Story. Welcome back to Tell Me Your Story. I'm Richard Dugan, your host, and we're here with uh, Lumari. We're talking about uh, the coming year, the year that was, the year that will be, and what will be the year that is coming. What do you want it to be? Uh, I think that's uh, that's uh, uh, the question on the table, so to speak, right now, that uh, uh, we... There, there's a part of me, uh, Lumari, that feels as though we have a lot of work to do if we want to really shift things towards a more, shall we say, abundant, prosperous uh, year for 
everybody. And a lot of people think, oh, it's not possible. You have the one percenters over it here. It actually is. It's so possible. Yeah. That that the billionaires could still be billionaires and all of us would be millionaires and it would work. Yeah, it would be fine with me. Uh, you know, I don't you need know. a billion, you know. No, it's just, I know that there, I read an article, I don't know when, that actually did the math on how much money was there. Yeah. And then if they divided it up and still left the, the very, very wealthy people, being the, still the top wealthy people, everybody else would never have to worry again. Yeah. They divided it up, and I thought that was amazing because, you know, they don't let us think that. But if we're looking at change, mm-hmm. right, then... What if how we are in the world? First, we want to choose change, right? Mm-hmm. So just like in your own being, I choose a higher vibrational change. So you don't actually have to say what you're changing into, mm-hmm. but a higher vibrational change. That means you're not going to get stuck in those places that we won't describe because they're low vibrations, right? And you'll be able to raise your energy. Do you have so techniques, if, things that you teach your clients on on how to oh do yeah. that? I, and I know oh it's yeah. incremental, it takes time, but how do you, how do, you do that? Well, so I channel frequencies and energies. So when I do my work with my clients and my community... I'm actually bringing those energies in even while I'm simply talking. So, um, I mean, I have clients um, who, you know, will always will tell me all the time, please slow down, you're making me hot. You have to talk slower. The, re- the frequencies you're bringing in are making me sweat. Wait a minute, I need one. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, it's, it's fun. I mean, I love it. I really love it. And I, I love to be able to help people shift as fast as they can in alignment with themselves, not just shift because you're going to shift, but it, well, you want to be in alignment with you. So, obviously, you can come to my website. There's a whole bunch of different things. I have music out there. I have books out there. I do, you know, one-on-one clients, etc. right? So my, my music on Emerge Dancing and my chants and everything else will raise your vibration just by listening to it. And today, what if we all have a chance that we say to ourselves to shift our energy? Oh, I like it. Go for it. Okay. So what if we chant, and everybody gets to pick their own rhythm, we chant the words, honor, love, peace, blessing, joy. Honor, love. Peace, blessing, joy. Honor, love, peace, blessing, joy. Now, just take a breath and feel those words and the meaning of the words and the frequency of the words and the energy I'm sending right now. Honor, love, peace, blessing, joy. And when you think about honor... You're respecting and acknowledging and appreciating and respecting. That is what honor is about. Mm-hmm. And then you look at love, and it's a relationship, and it's caring, and it's nurturing, and it's joyful, and it's attentive. 
and then you look at teeth, and you feel that beautiful deep breath where the symphony of our world just magically glows, and we're all embraced in that energy of peace. And then you think of blessing, and blessing is the universe sending positive energy, experiences, people, and situations to you and throughout our whole world. And then there's joy. And that's where your heart opens and you breathe and you feel the expansion of our world. And it goes beyond our world. And it goes into the divine and as far as we can imagine. And so when you think and you go, honor, love, peace, blessing, joy. Now, imagine walking down the street and you can feel your feet touching the ground and you're going, honor, love, peace, blessing, joy. Or you're sitting and you've got your kids on your lap and you're bouncing them on your, on your knees and you're going, honor, love, peace, blessing, joy. Or you're looking at your beloved and you're just smiling at them and the both of you are singing together in your own musical way. Honor, love, peace, blessing, joy. And as we do that, right now in the vibration in this beautiful space of radio, just mm. what I said is going across our world. Mm. And as every person's listening, they're breathing it in. And now you can take that and make it part of your life. And when you're getting annoyed, you can say, honor, love, peace, blessing, joy. And when you're really happy, you can say, honor, love, peace, blessing, joy. And in any circumstance, it's going to shift your energy. It's going to bring you to a much more magnificent space. And those vibrations are going to shift more than you. I think that's one thing that people forget about is that everything that happens to us, every person that comes into our sphere, if you will, has an impact on us. Oh, yeah. And... Um, I'm wondering if you can talk about this in the last few moments that we have here about, uh, and I, I, I want to choose the right word to describe this, but that we actually do have the freedom to choose where we go, who we associate with or not, what we do, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. In other words, there's choices and knowledge of those choices that will make your yeah. dreams come true. And a lot of people, they will say that they have these individual rights, blah, 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 and yet they don't exercise them in terms of keeping out of their realm that which they don't want and allowing in that which they do want. Yeah. Oh, that's a wonderful thing to explore. So... I mean, the first thing you need to know in your life is how much, of, how much is there that you don't like, right? And I'm not talking about, like, having to work hard and not liking it, because that's more evolution, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. You know, we look at an economy, et cetera, et cetera. You know, 
But if you look at the people around you and the situations around you, I like to call this, Richard, I like to call this conscious choice. Mm -hmm. Because you have an awareness of what is there, and you are consciously choosing what is in your interest. I'm not even going to say your best interest. Just in in your interest. Mm -hmm. Right? So if you notice, and you probably, it's not the, if you have these people around you who are mean and abusive and, you know, hard, et cetera, et cetera, you probably noticed this before. But now making the conscious choice that these are not people you want in your life and you don't want to support them. Yeah. You don't want, because some people are really mean. Do you yeah. want to support mean people so they can be mean to other people? No. 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 You Absolutely want to look not. at yourself and say, and I don't even want to use the word deserve because that is a judgment call, yeah. right? I want to say you want, right? And there's nothing wrong with wanting. Yeah. You want people around you who care. Yeah. You may not agree with everything they say, like my mother told me a long time ago, yeah. but you want these people because they are caring and loving and nurturing and they get you, they don't have to agree with you. Exactly. We have uh, run out of time here, Lumari. We're going to have you back next week to talk more about our transition from 2023 to 2024. I thank you so much for joining me. Oh, it's been a pleasure and a blessing, and thank you, thank you, thank you, Richard. Thank you so much. We will definitely do it again next week. I'm Richard Dugan. This has been Tell Me Your Story, and until our next broadcast, podcast, videocast, love to lol. Jeanette, I'm listening. Dad, continue to be happy. Smokey, I will see you on the other side. To my dear friend Zorro, aho, aho.